Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things? You know, inquiries, contracts, payments. It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. As you guys know, this podcast is about more than just marketing strategies and business tactics. It's about how do we redefine what it looks like to be a mom while also running a business in modern day times. And so today's topic is something that I'm really passionate about. Today, we're diving into the mental load and what it means to carry that in today's world. So let's dive on in. Welcome to the Millennial Mom Movement, a podcast that's all about redefining what it means to be a working mom. I'm your host and business BFF, Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, we dig deep and reverse engineer how to make money on your own terms. Get ready for inspiring insights, fun chats, and tangible tips to rewrite your success story. Let's dive on in. As you guys know, I have been working with a mindset and life coach for a few months now, and I, one, can't wait to have her on the podcast so that you guys can hear all of her expertise firsthand. But I also want to share one of the things that kept coming up repeatedly for me specifically in our conversations. I was recently on a panel as part of the Mom Ignited Summit, which was in support of moms and becoming the best version of yourself. And the topic that was repeatedly coming up was this idea of mom guilt. And it's something that I don't think we talk about enough. And it was really not until I met Brie and Joanne, who were the ones who put on the Mom Ignited Summit, and they actually have a podcast all about this called No Guilt Mom, where they dive into all the different layers that this shows up. And so I definitely recommend giving that a listen if you're not already following their show. It's amazing. They're amazing. I know you guys will love it. But I want to go over how this has shown up for me and some of the tools that my coach has taught me to be able to overcome this in the moment and then fight this in the future. And so 
If you're unaware of what, quote, mom guilt is, it's essentially this guilt that we have as moms for either doing or not doing something. And this shows up in a lot of different ways. For me specifically, this started to show up a lot when I had my first son. And if you guys don't know, it took us a while to have him. We went through recurrent loss and then we had a successful round of IVF. And so there was a lot of pain and a lot of waiting before we got to him. And then once we got to him, I felt this immense guilt anytime I wasn't with him because I had worked and fought so hard for this beautiful baby boy that it seems silly that I would want to do anything other than be his mom. And this showed up a lot when I had to go back to work. And I know a lot of other moms struggle with this, especially if you're based in the United States. You might be lucky if you get up to 12 weeks off and it's definitely not going to be a paid maternity leave. So for me, I was lucky enough with my first son to be off for those 12 weeks. I did have a partially paid maternity leave and then I was okay with the last step of the maternity leave not being compensated so that I could have that time with my family. But this was the first time that I noticed that it started to rear its ugly head because I felt this immense guilt that I had to go to work to be able to support our family, which was him. But that meant that I had to take so much of my time away from him. And we decided to sleep train both of our kids. So some days I may only see him for an hour, two hours max because of how my schedule worked. And then there would also be travel involved for my role at my corporate job. So there would sometimes be multiple days in a row where I wouldn't see him at all. And that was really difficult. And I felt this guilt for being away from him. And then fast forward, obviously, I started the beautiful business that I have today. But that mom guilt never went away. Even though I was doing something that I love and am doing something that I love, I still felt guilty when I was working because I felt like it was taking time away from my son and my family. And I want to reiterate here that this was the story that I was telling myself in my head. Just because you tell yourself a story in your head doesn't automatically make it fact. Oftentimes, the thoughts that we have in our head is not factual at all. It's rooted in our past experiences and what society has told us that we should think and then feel about a specific topic. And I found this to be true very much for myself. And what I noticed was I had to set one clear boundaries and two, I had to reframe my mindset. And the combination of these two things is something that I'm still working on, but I can say I have grown leaps and bounds because I'm able to make decisions confidently rooted in my values, knowing that they're the right decision for myself and for my family. And so let me give you an example. I sat down and I came up with what are my values for myself and my family? And this is going to look different for everybody, but it's definitely an exercise that I recommend doing. And so I came up with four or five different things that I valued. And one of them was working really hard at a job that I love and being a really great mom and being a really great wife. And there's a few other things sprinkled in there, obviously, as well. But those were kind of my three big ones. 
And I had pillars underneath each of those of what does that mean for me? What does it mean to work really hard and show up in my business? But what does it also mean to be the best mom that I can be for my kids? And for me, that meant having designated working time where during this time frame, I was solely focused on work. And then outside of that time frame, I was doing X, Y, and Z with the kids, whether that was getting them up and dressed and off to school or playing on the floor and doing Legos or making them dinner or honestly just sitting and watching a Disney movie together. Those all fall under that same bucket. Creating this boundary allowed me to release the guilt for wanting something outside of my child. And so this was the first step in me starting to ditch that mom guilt. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I've got it. I've nailed it. I'm the best. Like, yay me, essentially. Well, then once I set those clear boundaries, over time, I started to realize, gosh, I feel like I don't have time to breathe and to think because I had created such harsh boundaries for myself that I would immediately go from, okay, I've got my business leader hat on. I am doing the VA thing. I'm running the agency. I'm leading the team. I'm chatting with clients. I'm doing strategy sessions. Boom. I would immediately go into motherhood. There was like no transition time. I'm picking up the kids. I'm getting dinner on the table. I'm making sure that, you know, their bags are packed for the next day, insert a thousand other things. I'm taking them to the park. Okay. Now my wife hat is on. The kids are in bed. I need to give my husband attention. And so I was constantly going from each of these different roles, but I didn't have a role that was just Amanda. Like who is Amanda? And of course I always think back to like, what did I do before I had kids? Gosh, I had so much free time and I didn't even realize it. It's so funny to think about. The fact that I would be like, I'm so busy. I laugh at my old self for saying that because obviously if you're a mom of any kids, no matter what their age is, that is true busyness right there. So anyways, I noticed that I felt this immense guilt for wanting something that was just for me. Even if it was 15 minutes after my husband got home for him to just take the kids and play with them outside and for me not to immediately go into cooking dinner, for me to sit on the couch and do nothing or scroll Instagram or read a book or just write down my thoughts. It didn't matter what that thing was, but it felt to me that it was a waste because it didn't have a purpose. It wasn't productive. It wasn't serving my family. It wasn't pushing the business forward. And so it felt like it wasn't worthy. Again, I want to reiterate, this is the thought pattern that was in my head. And I hope you guys know this is obviously a very vulnerable topic. And of course, everybody's thought pattern is going to look different, but this is just what I was experiencing. And so it wasn't until I started working with Jen, my coach, where she had me go through this exercise of reframing my thoughts. Why do I think that's true? What is that rooted in? What is actually true about taking 15 minutes for myself or longer? What would it look like for me to take an hour of time to go do whatever I want? Go get my nails done, go walk around home good solo, go meet a friend for coffee, sit in the car and call my mom. It didn't matter what the thing was. What would it look like for me to do that? And one of the big things that I felt bad about was 
this is going to sound so silly, but I know that other people feel the same way. It was leaving my husband with both of the kids. I felt guilty for quote, doing that to him, even though I take care of both the kids all the time and I love it and it's no big deal. I knew that that would stress him out. And so what I decided to do was offer him that same thing. Okay, what would it look like for me to take an hour for myself and we would map it out as a family, but what do you need? Do you want to go take an hour for yourself? Is there something that you would like to do? How can I support you and the version of yourself that you want to be? Maybe that's allowing him to do a workout in peace without like the kids climbing all over us or whatever. Maybe that is him taking an hour to go, I don't know, walk around Home Depot or go hang out with his friends or watch football or whatever it is that he's interested in. And allowing him that same grace and both of us saying, okay, we are not going to feel guilty about this. And in fact, it's been really great because I'm able to have that time to do whatever it is that I want to do. And I try to not reserve it for like errands for the family because I'm so guilty of doing that of like, oh, well, this is my alone time. I'm running errands for the family, even though like I'm still doing something in support of the family. That's not necessarily filling up my cup. And being okay with taking time for myself, knowing that I come back happier and lighter and more patient and more loving. And it gives me the ability to be the best version of myself. When I was on that panel that I mentioned previously, There were so many other moms that felt the same way. They had guilt around taking time away from their family. They had guilt around wanting to invest in something. For instance, we have a virtual assistant course. It's called Full-Time VA, where we help train moms to become virtual assistants so that they can make money on their own terms. And one of the women in that group expressed that she felt guilty for investing in that program. She felt like she was taking money away from her family. And I get that. I've been there. I feel guilty when I was starting the business because when I was starting the business, I was really eager to learn. And so there were some courses and some books and things that I purchased, subscription softwares, even like purchasing an LLC, which is $150. That was a big deal for me because I didn't know if this business was going to work out. I didn't have any sort of guarantee. And so it felt risky, but I had to reframe my mindset that I was investing in a future that I wanted for my family. And so I shifted my framing instead of what if I waste this money? What if this doesn't work out? What if, I don't know, my kids resent me because I took time away from them, like insert negative what ifs. I flipped that and I came up with positive what ifs. And this is an exercise that my coach recommended me doing. And she said, come up with 25. She said, the first 10 are going to be easy. She goes, but those last 15 are going to be hard. And she was right. They were hard. It was hard to think about so many positive outcomes that could come from one decision. And it made me realize that we're trained 
our little lizard brains are trained to protect us. So we naturally think of the bad outcome and we say, no, don't do that. Run in the opposite direction. It's like fight or flight mode because our brains are trying to protect us from perceived danger, perceived being the key word. But what we don't realize is that we have to push through that fear oftentimes in order to get to the good. And so I started to think, what if this worked out? What if I do this and it blesses my family? It allows my kids to go to better schools because we can afford private school now. It allows actually more freedom and flexibility because I have the autonomy to decide how I'm going to spend my days because I now own my own business. I can now volunteer for every single class, whatever that they need, because I work virtually and I can decide when and who I work with. And so thinking about it through that lens and keeping in mind my core values, it allows me to make really competent decisions. And I'm so much more decisive because of that. I don't waver in my decisions. I make the decision with confidence through the lens of my core values. And then I move on. And I'm so quickly able to release that guilt. Now, I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means. And don't get me wrong. I feel guilty all the time. Like even just earlier this morning, this is such a small moment, but it's a perfect example. I was trying to respond thoughtfully to a message that I had received on our internal communication platform that we use in our business called Slack. And my littlest, he's one and a half, was at my feet and he was pulling at my leg fussing because he wanted me to pick him up. And when I was done answering that message, I looked down at him and I realized like, gosh, he just sees me on my phone and doesn't realize why I'm not paying attention to him. And I understand that that's frustrating for him and I don't want him to see me like that. And I immediately felt guilty. And I had to realize, oh, you know what? I need to release that because it's okay that he sees mom work. It's okay that he sees me run a business. In fact, it's teaching him that women can be strong and independent leaders and also be really great moms. It's training him that that's the type of woman that he's going to look for when he gets married and he decides to have a family. And so when I reframe it like that, it gives me so much more confidence in my actions and carrying those out. And it also kind of gives you a playbook as well. So I hope this is encouraging that if you're experiencing mom guilt, you're not alone. We all feel guilty at the same time, but there are tools that you can use to overcome that and you don't have to feel that way. I hope that we can keep this conversation going over on Instagram. If you've experienced mom guilt before and you ever just want to like talk through it, I know for me personally, sometimes it's nice just to hear a fellow mom be like, same, same here. I feel that exact same way. My morning was also chaotic. I am also feeling mom guilt and wife guilt and X, Y, and Z guilt and I'm so frustrated right now and having someone that's like, me too, because that is the best knowing that you're not alone. And I hope that I can be that person for you. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Amanda Rush Holmes, and I will see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now. You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. 
Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.